Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jerry Petito Show on Remember Then Radio. Guys, you know I bring it, right? Honey, I'm bringing it today, baby. So I have an incredibly beautiful singer, entertainer, person on the phone with me. Someone that I've actually listened to growing up, and we all know her very well, by Navy Blue. (laughs) Diane Renee, say hello to everyone. Hi, everybody. Hello. (laughs) You know, um, before we get into the interview, let me me give a shout out to RTR. So I get that out of the way. I don't want to forget to ever do that. And then we can focus on, on you. Um, I want to give a huge shout out to Remember Then Radio, Angel and Stevie for this incredible, incredible platform. So I want to thank you for this because without Remember Then Radio, this this interview would not be happening right now. So having said that, um, I'm going to thank everyone in the chat room. I, I can't get to everyone individually right now, but thank you for all listening and every, all my listeners out there. So Diane, you know... Your song, Navy Blue, you know, I always say I was born too late because I was born in 1961. I'm 60 years old and I always listen to oldies, Elvis and doo-wop and I grew up with it and I grew Uh up with your song and I grew up with listening to you and all the other beautiful songs you sang. So today is an incredible honor for me. So thank you for this interview. Thank you. So, um... Let's give everyone a real treat and let's play Navy Blue because they're all going crazy right now and they really want to hear it. So without further ado, guys, here's your treat.
Listen, they're typing in the chat room, smash hit. It was a, you're right, a monster smash hit. Incredible. The whole world knows that song, girlfriend. Um, yeah, I found out when I went on Facebook. Uh, I get emails or, or messages actually from people all over the world that, that know the song, that have the song, and I'm amazed because I didn't know that. <laughs> Wait, you really didn't know that? that? It was all over the world. You didn't know that? No, I only knew that it was a hit in Japan. For 12 weeks, it was number one. They wanted me to go do a tour in Japan for like three weeks, and I didn't do it because I was afraid to fly over the ocean. <laughs> I didn't like flying. So, okay, so I'm going to share something with you then. I thought you knew your song was everywhere. So, no, I didn't. All right. So I have millions of listeners now that follow me because I'm on different networks. And I have friends in Australia that are listening. I have friends in uh, Ireland, Hong Kong, the UK. Um, You're everywhere. There's not one person that did not know who you were when I put this ad out weeks ago. Wow. Okay. Well, I do get a lot of messages people from Australia, UK, Japan, I do. So let's talk a little bit about that song. So wait, you know, we have, we have Kenny Kojak in the chat room. He's also a fellow RTR DJ and he's like Mr. Fact, but I think he might have this wrong. He's typing and I love catching him. Okay. I do. He's typing December of 1953. That's not True, right? It was 1964. Yeah, it was 1964. I think the song was released at the very end of 1963, and it became a hit, I think it was February of 1964. Wait, yes. Looking no, you're face. right. Yes, that's so you're exactly right. February the 10th, I think okay. it was way up on billboard okay he might have made a typo because he just typed 63 so yeah okay i can't catch him in this okay i love you kojak man all right so let's talk about this song with ed rambo okay because he's in chat he's listening so an ed typed yep (laughs) hi ed and he typed 1964 ed would know because ed wrote the song for you yeah uh what happened is at that time, it was the summer, I was up in the mountains, either the Poconos or the Catskill Mountains with my parents on a vacation, and uh, Bob Crew calls me up and he says to me, you got to get on a bus and come into New York because we're writing some songs for, for your session and we need to get keys. So I took a bus and I came into New York. And I uh, walked into uh, one of the rooms in Bob's office, and Ed was sitting at the piano with the other writer, Bud Rehack. And Bob Crew was sort of like pacing back and forth in the room, and he's saying, Navy Blue, Navy Blue, what can we do with Navy Blue? I've got this title in my head. And before I knew it, uh, Bud Rehack and Eddie started playing some chords on the piano, like, dum, da, dum, dum, dum. <laughs> I was there when they wrote the song within a half hour. They that is so cool. So you know what? Yeah. 
we got to give Ed a huge shout out because not only, of course, did he partake in writing that song for you, he, he had a lot to do with a lot of your career. Um, and he actually got me all the songs today for you. I know. Yep, he's know. amazing. We love you, Ed. So you know what? Let's give him a little honor here, and we're going to play Concrete and Clay by Ed. Are sweet as roses in the morning You to me Are soft as summer rain at dawn And love we share That's something rare The sidewalks in the street The concrete and the clay beneath my feet Begins to crumble But love will never die Because we'll see the mountains tumble Before we say goodbye My love and I will be in love eternally and that's the way, mm, the way it's meant to be All around, I see the purple shades of evening And on the ground, the shadows fall And once again, you're in my arms So tenderly, the sidewalks in the street The concrete and the clay beneath my feet Begins to crumble, but love will never die Because we'll see the mountains tumble before we say goodbye, my love and I will be in love eternally. And that's the way, mm, the way it's meant to be. The sidewalks in the street. The concrete and the clay beneath my feet begins to crumble, but love will never die because we'll see the mountains crumble before we say goodbye. My love and I will be in love eternally, and that's the way, mm, the way it's meant to be. Oh, that's the way, mm, the way it's meant to be. That's the way. So listen, what a song, right? Concrete and Clay. We love you, Ed. What do you want to say about about Ed? Well, Ed wrote, uh, was one of the writers on Kiss Me Sailor and a lot of the songs on my Navy Blue album. So um, we were very good friends. He, <laughs> Saw him a lot in the office. Yep, he loves you. And I got to see on YouTube last night the video of you singing and meeting Ed after, I, I think they said, I don't know, 30, 40 years, whatever it was. Yeah. And he came on and you guys hugged and he sang that song. Ed, that was incredible. I love that video. Guys, you should check yeah, it out. I was doing a show in Newark, New Jersey, all-time radio show, and... uh I didn't know that Ed and Bud Rehag yep. and Bob Cruz's brother, Dan Crew, were going to be there to see me after yep. all these years. And after I got done singing Navy Blue, uh, they all showed up, and I just about lost my mind. <laughs> and I hugged all of them. It was amazing. And then uh, the uh, disc jockey who was running the show asked Eddie 
to sing Nate to sing Kiss Me Sailor with me. Uh. And we were dancing and singing Kiss Me Sailor and he forgot the words, which is okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonder that I remembered the words. But we had fun. That was awesome. Listen, that was absolutely awesome. Um so you know what? Kiss me sailor. Let's play it. Here we go, guys. So, you know, the whole world knows that song as well. I mean, my friends were messaging me your songs. Oh, my God. I'm not kidding you. I don't say things just to say them. Uh-huh. AJ from, uh, from, from Australia loves you. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. And she's, she's like my age. She might even be a little younger than me. Uh-huh. Wow. That's amazing. So it's amazing, girlfriend. 
So you are a superstar. Yes. You're making me famous today. You're making me famous today. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so Kenny Kojak, let's give him a shout out here. We- Hi, this is Ken Kojak from the 60s Jukebox Review. You're listening to the Jerry Petito Show, my fellow co-host on Remember Then Radio. So Kenny Kojak, like I said before, is a fellow DJ with RTR. You can catch his show Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Danny P's in the chat room. His show was on today before mine. He's an incredible DJ as well. Um, and, you know, I just want to say that, again, RTR, this platform is off the charts. So we are all loving what we're able to do with it. Um, so I'm going to play one of my favorite songs of all time. And the way you sang it to me is right up there with the best girlfriend. Um, Hold me, throw me, kiss me. I got to interview Mel Carter. So, oh wow, yes. So here we are now with you singing this song. Here we go.
So everyone is telling you what a beautiful, beautiful version this is. You did an incredible job. We're doing great oh, with time. You. Let me let me give a shout out to people in our chat room. So okay. um, Babalu, got to give him a shout out. He's always the front and center guy in there. My sound guy. Love you, Babalu. Thank you. Karen Levy, listen, she came in for you, girlfriend, because she can't usually get in my times, and she made a point to get home early to be in this chat room for you. She loves you, okay? So a hello to Mikey the Baron, to Big Doggy, Kevin McGowan. So Kevin is a personal friend of mine from my town, and um, he's also an incredible singer-songwriter. And I just want to share this about Kevin. He did something amazing for me, for himself, but he did it as a favor to me. I asked him to do something. He wrote a song when he was younger about his younger self. And the song was incredible, but he was young when he did that. And I said, Kevin, Mm -hmm. and I've interviewed him several times. I said, Kevin, now you really have to write a song about your younger self. So he kind of did a part two of it, and it was absolutely beautiful. Kevin, you know, I love you, man. Um, 2022 is coming up. Got to get you in for another interview. Kevin's an incredible singer. So shout out to Kevin. And we've got Marty B in the chat room. One of Kojak's oldest best friends. Hey, Marty. Thanks for joining us today. Um, so having said that, I want you to talk about the song, Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me. Okay. Uh, it was 1969. I was back home in Philadelphia. And I don't remember how I met Tom Bell. Tom Bell wrote and produced all of the stylistic hits. And Tom produced a session where I sang Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me. Um, he was a good friend of my, my family after a while. My parents had a a jewelry store in Center City, Philadelphia, and Tom used to come into my dad's store and take the Windex bottle and wipe down all the showcases, <sighs> and uh, he came to my house, he played piano, I, we had a piano, he played piano, and I would sing for rehearsal, and uh, we went to his house to uh, meet his wife for dinner, I think he had five children, God, yeah. So, um, yeah, I had a very good friendship with Tom, and he was an amazing producer, amazing. So, I want to let you know that the Duop Angel, one of the owners of RTR, Remember Them Radio, is in chat room listening to you. Shout out to Angel, oh. yes, and a shout out to Stevie. He's he's under the weather, but I'm sure he's listening from his phone. So, um, yep, she's in the chat room for you, girlfriend. So, now let's play... Oh, wait, you know what? Before we play the next song, I have a question for you. So, okay, so I know you as Diane Renee. Mm Mm-hmm. Your birth name was Renee Diane? Yes. My mother wanted to name me Diane. But my grandfather insisted that she name me after his sister who had passed and so she named me renee and my middle name became diane so when i started the singing career it's crazy i was using my first two names like ann margaret had her first two names i i was using renee diane and uh, when the record the first record that i recorded came out 
the name on the record was Diane Renee. The record oh. company decided to change it, and they didn't even ask me. <laughs> it was just there. So I figure, oh, wow, that sounds even better. So that's what happened. That's why I okay. Diane first. And and they changed the spelling of Renee, which is cool, too. No, I changed oh, the spelling Oh, you did. Okay. But yeah. you, so, so that was kind of like an honor to your mom as well. Yeah, it really was. I mean, that, I love that. I knew there had to be a, a really good story behind that one, so I'm happy about you know, that. Well, my mother was pregnant with me. She went to a, you know, like a gypsy for a fortune teller, <laughs> and the gypsy told her that she was going to have a girl, and her daughter was, her daughter is going to become a big star. And my mother was like 19. It, it's amazing that that happened. I mean... It's crazy. It really is crazy. Wow. My mother told me that. That's crazy, right? So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna share something else with everyone, okay? So Renee right. experienced a tone of voice that not only had been satisfying, but were able to become sexy and impish. That was you. That still is yeah. you. <laughs> I love yeah, that. I, I was a little versatile there. Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> so, okay, let's play. And I love this song too. And listen, your songs are absolutely beautiful the way you sing them. Okay, Cross My Heart and Hope to Die. So, um, you know, Elvis did a version of this. This is done very differently, and it's beautiful. Here we go.
talk about this song, Kenny Kojak, and you said he's right, typed in about you taking voice lessons from Artie Singer, the manager of Danny and the Juniors. Tell us about that. Well, when I was 12, I started taking singing lessons with Ari Singer, who was a very well-known singing teacher in Philadelphia. And uh, one time when I was up in his office taking a lesson, after the lesson, I walked out and there was Danny from Danny and the Juniors, and I almost had a heart attack. (laughs) Oh, my God, I got his autograph, and I was so excited. I mean, I was just a little kid. But uh, Artie said to me one time when I was taking a lesson, when you get older, you should make a record. <laughs> so, After I heard that, okay. I got my parents crazy for years to, that I wanted to cut a record. It was, was unbelievable. But, uh, yeah, I uh, took, took lessons uh, from Artie for quite a long time. Um. This has nothing to do with anything you just said. It just reminded me of, like, being shocked. I I was in the halls of CBS going to see the Joan Rivers show years ago, many moons ago, probably, gosh, 30 years ago, and I smashed into Steven Seagal. I'm five foot four, so my face is in his chest, and you know how you know, you know, and I look up, and he goes, hi. (laughs) So, listen, so I get it. That was so cool. But Ed Rambo typed in, Danny and the Juniors were on his first record label, Swan, and so was Freddie Cannon. How cool. I love all this info, and so does Kojak. We all love it. Very cool. Yeah, they were from Philadelphia. Yeah, baby, Philadelphia. (laughs) so all right let's play please gypsy here we go
absolutely beautiful. Before we talk about the song, girlfriend, Ed Rambo typed in Swan release, She Loves You, and it bombed. Then when the Beatles started having hit after hit, Swan released it, and it became a major hit. Swan closed up shop after they made a killing on that record. Wow. Which record are you okay. talking about? She Loves You. Oh, She Loves You. Yes. So that's what he just typed. Oh. So that's really cool. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I love all this info. Okay, very good. So now let's right. talk about Please Gypsy. All right. It was 1966 and I was living in L.A. And um, I got a little dog, a little Maltese, and I named her Gypsy. So I think I was under contract at that time to United Artists Records. I'm not sure. It was either M. No, I think it was United Artists. They wanted me back in New York to do a session. So I flew back east, and I went up to the... uh, office of uh, United Artists, and there was a young guy sitting outside the office uh, with some papers in his hands, and he was an unknown songwriter. And uh, one of the people I was working with said to me, this is so-and-so, and he has some songs. He'd like you to listen to some of his songs, if it's all right with you. And I said, yeah, sure. So he comes in the office, he sits down, he plays couple of songs and he play when when he starts play please gypsy i said i have to sing it i have a dog i named gypsy and i love the song and that's how i recorded please gypsy so beautiful absolutely beautiful so i know you have a really great story about the next song i want to play somewhere over the rainbow oh yeah let's talk about it first and then we're going to play it all right. It was the mid-1980s, and I was out in, uh, living on the West Coast, Las Vegas. But I frequently went into L.A. I had a big family there. And one day, I went to the Beverly Mall with one of my aunts. And at that time, they were having uh, these walk-in recording uh, booths in a lot of the malls. That was a thing going on at that time. So there was one there. And I walked over and I looked at their menu of songs that you could pick from that they had the music track to. And I saw Summer of the Rainbow. So I went in. They played the track for me one time, the music. And then I sang the song. And that was it. And after it was done, they wanted to use it as... uh, an example of, of uh, you know, what you can do in the studio. And I was under contract to a record company at that time, and I said, then you can't use it. <laughs> you can't use it. So that's how I did Somewhere Over the Rainbow. All right, so it's absolutely beautiful. So we're going to play it right now, guys. Here we go. Oh, wait. 
So before we talk about the next song I'm going to play, let's give a shout out. A few more people joined our chat, and I don't want to miss anyone. Uh, Big Doggy, I'm not sure if I said hello to you. Mikey the Baron. Um, Johnny T just joined. Let's see. Who else? I hope I didn't miss anyone. Type your name in, guys, if I missed you. I'm not trying to. Oh, and Stevie D. Stevie Dunham from Street Corner Entertainment. He's also a DJ on RTR, and his show, guys, is at 1 p.m. right after mine today. You do not want to miss it. So, Diane, tell everyone, before I play the next song, how they can get your music. All right, all right. Some years ago, I put together a double CD with many songs that were recorded in the 60s, some of them that were never released and some songs that are recorded in the 80s that were never released. And I put together this double CD, and the name of the CD is called Diane Renee Sings Some Things Old and Some Things New. And it's available at Amazon. It's available at iTunes and a lot of other places where you go for music. Uh, The physical CD is available, but I believe it's also available for downloading. Now, the other uh, album that I have out, the, the Navy Blue album is called Navy Blue, Navy Blue 25 Super Tracks. That's where a lot of the songs that I originally had on my Navy Blue album are with extra songs that were never released on it. And that is available also for down, only for downloading. The physical uh, album is not available. But it's, it's out at iTunes, Amazon, all over. Very cool, very cool. Um, you know, I, I just want to tell you that you're making everyone's day. They are all typing and loving it, and I want to thank you for today. I really do. Oh, you're welcome. Beautiful. Um, give Stevie D a shout-out here. He made something for me. Yo, this is the Don. If you want to listen to a hard-headed woman, then listen to the Jerry Petito Show, because the Don said so. That's right. I am a hard-headed woman, and Adon said, you better listen to my shows. Huh. (laughs) So now, sweetie, let's play um, Billy Blue Eyes. Here we go, guys. The twinkle in his eye makes me call my guy, Billy Blue
before we talk about this song, girlfriend, I want to give another shout out to someone in the chat room, Johnny T. Johnny Terlizzi, man, this guy has stalked me for probably the last year, six months to a year, and I love him for that. He sends me some incredible guests. He promotes the crap out of my stuff. And he's got a group. Um, I don't want to say it wrong. I think it's Do Whoopers, right? Type in your group in chat, Johnny. And he lets everyone post all their stuff in there. And he shares my stuff every day all over the place. So I want to thank you for that, my friend. I love you. So now, girlfriend, Billy Blue Eyes, talk about it. Billy Blue Eyes was one of the songs on my original Navy Blue album. And um, the song, if you listen to the lyrics, uh, are uh, it's like a collage of other songs put together. Come a little closer. I, uh, I don't remember all the words, but it, it's a real cute song. And uh, Eddie wrote it and... Um, it was it was fun to sing it. I enjoyed it. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. So now let's play Love is Wonderful. Here we go. worth all the heartache, the sorrow and the pain, cause it's wonderful, love is wonderful, it's wonderful, your heart will beat like crazy when he speaks your name, and when he holds you close, it'll drive you both insane, oh, it's worth all the heartache. Sorrow and the pain Cause it's wonderful Love is wonderful It's wonderful Face 
there's that sexy, impish sound, girlfriend, and you wrote this song, right? Yeah, I wrote this song. I think it was 1979. I was living uh, back in Pennsylvania, and uh, I met someone who was a doctor because I was sick, and I fell in love with him. (laughs) He fell in love with me. And I wrote this song because of the way I was feeling at the time. It was crazy. Did you write any other songs? Um, there's a couple other songs in my double album that mm-hmm. I wrote. Um, Blue Snow is in there, and uh, Together Again okay. is in there. Beautiful. Yeah. So we're go- we have one more song we're going to close out with. But before we do that, I want to say my thank yous to everyone again for listening, everyone in the chat room, everyone all over the world, and share this when I download it and share it to Facebook, please. And again, remember then radio, Doo-Wop Angel and Stevie, love you, and thank you, thank you for this platform. I want to thank Ed Rambo, of course, again, for our connection and for helping us with the music and for being part of all your music. Okay, Ed, man, we love you. You're incredible, concrete and clay. Um... And Diane, I want to thank you. You made my day, girlfriend. You really honored oh, me with this you. interview. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you feel that way. Oh, my gosh. Everyone is loving it. What would you like to say to Ed and all your fans out there and to RTR? Um, well, first of all, Ed, thank you for everything that you did for me. I mean, Navy Blue changed my life. And... Uh, I'll always be grateful to you for that, and I hope you enjoy the headphones. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you. <laughs> and uh, I'm happy that my music has made so many people uh, happy and feel good around the world. It, it, I, I just can't say how it makes me feel. It's an indescribable feeling. But thank you, everyone. And Karen, in chat. Just ordered your your music on Amazon. Thank you, Karen. Oh, thank you. You'll, <laughs> you'll enjoy it. It's very cool. So we're going to close out with Can't Help Loving That Man. So in, for about a minute, you'll have to talk about the song. Tell us a little bit about it. Okay. Go ahead. We're going to do it first because we're going to close out with the song. Uh, all right. Well, um, at that time, there were some other groups that were redoing uh, uh, standard songs in upbeat music. And I can't remember the one that was a hit by, I don't remember. But that was what uh, instigated me to uh, pick a standard song and sing it. So um, that's how I picked out uh, Can't Help Loving That Man, because I love the song. And we did it. Beautiful. Here we go, guys. We're closing out. Diane Renee, superstar. Can't help loving that man. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry.